Hi, welcome to Rockle and Russell's YouTube review. Each week we'll be setting each other challenges uh, on YouTube and finding videos for hopefully your entertainment. Hope you enjoy this current episode. Feels like a long time ago, mate. Yeah, we missed one, didn't we? We had a bit of a wobble last week where we were like <laughs> trying to trying to find a time that suited us both. And then yeah, it's well, these obviously these things happen. Um, but Zabby's had COVID, which hasn't helped. Um, so right. but she's back at work now. And was yeah. she um, just because she she had a test and found out, or did she feel unwell and then have to? Yeah, she, well, she thought it was flu to to begin with. I'm very aware that she's listening right now. Hi, Zabby. <laughs> but um yeah when i had covid uh, i had to go down the garage because i obviously didn't want to cross contaminate but when zoe had mm. it that, that wasn't such a thing but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what about yourself how are you yeah i was like i say i was busy for a couple of weeks we've got that situation happening at work any project that we work on was that was due to finish anytime between october and christmas yeah are all late right so there we're but for the last couple of weeks we've just been getting replies off of everybody saying forget about the you know the detailed construction programs we work to yeah we're 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 being finished by christmas mm. so yeah we had like three months worth of like you know planned work we're now being told it's all got to be done within like the yeah. last two weeks of december so uh causes us a massive headache but obviously because the people we work for are quite demanding they're just like yeah, well just find, yeah. find a way of doing it yeah, because like yeah. i'm i'm a carer so every day i go into a home and look after gentlemen and like cook their meals and give their medication. Like, I can't imagine how far away or how long it would take you to tell me your day to day of what you do. <laughs> uh, I think probably the quickest way to put it is regardless of the, the, the minutiae of what I have to do, you, you can probably gather what my demeanor is most of the time. <laughs> Just frustration, eye rolls. Uh -oh. Suggestions of how they could do it better. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm -mm. Uh, uh, I still I'm like it's it's been a, a long time, so I feel bad about asking you, but I still really don't know what you do. <laughs> me, for me personally, the, the, the company, <laughs> the company do. <laughs> yeah, the company, yeah. Uh, we we install like what's referred to as like finishes to like big okay. refurbishment projects so it started off as blind the business started off as blinds and curtains it was right. just that was their area of sort of um, yeah. specialty hence, hence why you're in the royal out of a hall wasn't it yeah hmm. uh yeah we're yeah doing some curtains and then um just over time it's just developed into sort of um acoustic finishes are now very popular in like offices and and refurbs and that and, and all sorts of places so like acoustic panels that hang in ceilings and walls and stuff oh, okay um but it's all the, the key is it's all stuff that goes in right at the end like yeah the very last thing that goes in and obviously when you're the very last thing the the, the delays that every other trade has suffered yeah. for the <clears throat> two years all just kind of mount up right and ends up it i always use i always my joke that I always use when I walk into these sites at the last minute when we're expected to do is I, I always ask where Peter Andre is because <laughs> right. it, it's like that. Uh, what was it called? 60 minute makeover. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Cause they did one in old Welling with one of the uh, school kids. That's the only reason I know that. But yeah. um, uh, uh, I watched. No, no, uh, no I've, I've, I've yet to have anyone even. <laughs> <laughs> come close to giggling. <laughs> no, not, 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 
it's probably because they're too stressed, but also because they probably didn't watch 60 Minute Makeover with Peter Andre. Uh, uh, I watched, um, uh, I think it was BT Sport, every game, every goal, or, you know, like when there's um, like more than one game on. And they had Joe Cole, uh, a female footballer, I apologise, whoever she was, and uh, Dion Dublin. <laughs> and uh, uh, Joe Cole, they said, oh, what's the wall like, Joe, like for a free kick? And he goes, it might be a three, it might be a small wall, it might be a big wall. And he went, oh, I sound like Dion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really made me laugh. I didn't think Joe Cole had that about him. I thought it was really funny. Um, and then after I explained it to Zoe, she, oh. <laughs> you know. Uh, Joe, Cole, Joe Cole does a podcast with Big Tom Davis, the comedian. I don't yeah. know if he's with him or if he's just a regular guest. I'm not sure. Um, murder, is, murder and successful. Yeah. Yeah. It is like mm-hmm. banter. It is banter heavy. Oh. As you can... Yeah. So I've, I've never realised with things like that how often people tell stories and using the term. So so I've said. So so he's said. And then so I've said. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it just makes me think of Alan Partridge's book review, you know, when he's sitting in the, the getting um, in the radio room with, uh, yeah. uh, is it Julia Davis and Rebecca Front? And she's an ex-heroin addict and she's having a go at oh, his books. Yeah. So he yeah. keeps, and she's like, oh, but you keep saying, needless to say, I had the last laugh. And he went, you probably said, needles to say. <laughs> 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 I do drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's uh, creeping up on us now how, when we're off to see Alan Partridge, aren't we? Well, I think it's March, but yeah. it seems a long way off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd have, yeah, I knew it was kind of springtime. I'd, um, I only actually remembered it the other day. I've gone a long time without kind of thinking about it. That's the, the sort of good thing about booking things like that a long way in advance. Yeah, definitely. If you do have that, um, that moment where you sort of, those long periods where you forget about it, and then it's a really nice surprise, especially because mm. I've, um, I've started listening to a couple of that monkey tennis podcast which is just a couple of like avid alan partridge fans okay um and they talk about i, I listened to it a couple of years ago and then i turned it off because it was it was a bit much it was just kind of yeah. like oh, I, I like the bit when he says this i like the bit when he says that but then i've i've seen a few recently where they've had guests on right uh you know like john robbins is obviously okay like a, a big fan so Super when he was fan, yeah, so I've listened to a few of them. So yeah, that kind of got me back in the mood, ready. Where is it? Where are we going? I can't remember. I think it's Birmingham, isn't it? It was sure Birmingham. Birmingham. I'm, yeah. I'm sure we're meeting yeah. in the middle. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and if it's any good, I might see him in Cardiff, but then uh, it might be the same show. Well, it'll obviously be the same show. Um, but yeah, I didn't realise how close and like good Cardiff was for like these kind of things. And uh, like, yeah. they've got their own arena and, and stuff. I've just thought it was like the Millennium Stadium or nothing. But there's obviously St David's Hall and uh, like a few. We went to see the Bootleg Beatles there, which were really good. And um, oh, I can't remember who else we saw. I think we saw Eddie Izzard there as well, which is awesome. Where is problem- um, where is the arena then? Because obviously the 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 Millennium Stadium is like famous for being like plonked right in the middle of the city, isn't it? Where's yeah, the- I think it's quite near to that. I think it's just like a five ten minute walk. It's not too far at all. Because when you oh, get right. off the train, you're pretty much on this. Like you can walk 20 yards and you could give your ticket and get into the Principality Stadium. It's like, um, it's really good, really handy. Yeah, we're off to see Ed Sheeran there next year. And I was looking up tickets the other day, but I'm just struggled to like want to go to things now. I think I've, the effort of doing it, it just puts me off completely. Yeah. And then like, a lot of things yeah. I want to want to see, I just don't want to go on my own or me and Zoe. Like I don't, if me and I'd love to go see Stormzy. 
but the thought of going to see Stormzy on my own, <laughs> like the thought of getting dressed up to try and look, you know, like I should be you there. Know, you know what <laughs> What's you know that? High vis, I think. You have to, well, that's why yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have to adopt the, uh, do you remember when, like at school football, I don't know if you remember this, at school football, anyone that turned up to watch a school football match who wasn't kind of familiar, it might have been someone's dad who only yeah. came to watch occasionally. If they had like a one of those long, like a bench coat on, that mm. they were a scout. Yeah. <laughs> the minute yeah. anyone saw them, that's a scout. I'll tell you what, I did watch Lost at Christmas last night. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Yeah, because we, we put the Christmas decorations up yesterday. Yeah. And then Emma said she wanted to watch a Christmas film. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's let's sort of think of one. Mm. And then I just said, oh, there's that that was obviously on the list. And obviously I've I've seen that it's been officially announced now that it's going to be on the BBC. Yeah, on Christmas Day on uh, yeah. BBC One. I think it's well, I think technically it's Boxing Day. I think it's one in the morning on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, on uh, BBC Scotland, their version of um BBC One is it's gonna be at 10 o'clock at night, which is massive. I like it's so like obviously, like being a mem- member of the family, I've seen the journey it's taken from him, the con- concept of the script for him trying to get funding and all this kind of trouble around it, and then mm. going to the filming and then trying to get uh, um, like like people to come to it and people doing it for nothing, and you know the amount of trouble and stress he went through with it, and for it to be played on Christmas Day, you know, some that'll be some people's first Christmas film or like you know it's mad. And like, yeah. fair play to him, I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, was I interesting. Just... it was interesting speaking to him about it a few weeks ago because that yeah. kind of thing. I think when you first said to him about like it, it's a it's a strange thing for people who kind of make films like that to be sort of doing something that wouldn't like by by his own admission wouldn't be his first choice and wouldn't necessarily be the sort of thing that he wanted <laughs> to make. But yeah, it's what it's you know it's where where the cards land and what you end up making. Mm. But we. Uh, yeah, we wanted to watch a Christmas film, so we sort of, and I, I just, it's less likely for us to be in the position by the time we actually get to Christmas to be able to watch yeah. stuff like that. It'll be, so in, in the build-up, is in these few weeks between now and Christmas is when we'll end up watching yeah. Christmas-related stuff. Did you uh, recognise my nephew in it? Probably only because I knew he was in it. I, yeah. I, I've got, I think because it's been so long since I would have seen him, I don't, I think, yeah. I don't think I would have two and two together, but I saw, so All that, right, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Like the the Giblin name jumped out of the credits at me. Yeah, well, he's a tunian, isn't he? But um, my sister's in the beginning. I think it's her scarf that blows away, or she's just one of the shoppers or something. But yeah, and I think he's um, on his way to making a horror movie now. But like, because I know about it, I just talk about it, and then I talk to him, and he's like, "Oh no, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> you know, he's not allowed to know that yet." And I'm like, "Okay, maybe I'll stop. I'll stop uh, saying stuff." But every now and then, I'll say a joke or to him, and. Uh, He'll, he'll make a note of it on his phone. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing if that made, <laughs> made, made the script. Uh, uh, but yeah, but um, like he's incredibly talented and good luck to him. And, uh, you know, you know, the, hopefully, the, like I say, the more people who watch it, the better my Christmas present will be. But uh, um, we watched um, The New Home Alone. Rob Delaney and... Yeah, Ellie Kemper yeah, and Aisling H- 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 B. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. But I don't know if it's my age, but I was fully on side with the two burglars. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that, that they were doing it for good reasons. And like, I, I don't know if they were, but I wanted this little kid to get his comeuppance. I didn't want him to win. <laughs> oh, right. uh, so I think the story is they, you know, they're trying to sell their house because uh, Rob Delaney's lost his job and they have, he f- finds a box of old dolls, basically. 
And one of the dolls that's worth, we find out on eBay, over $200,000 goes missing and he thinks the kid has stolen it. Kid, everyone, he gets left at home. He's home alone. Rob Delaney's trying to break back into the house to get the doll off the kid that he thinks has stolen it. And I thought, yeah, fair fucking play. It's your, <laughs> your doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and this kid was fucking volume in the face with paint cans. <laughs> like, <laughs> little dick, just talk to him. <laughs> writers rooms and workshops when they decided they were going to make that film would would be sitting there struggling to try and find a, a, a kind of an, an angle to yeah get that story across without being like people being oh this is offensive or this is that or this is yeah. the other so um yeah I quite, I quite enjoyed it it was watchable you know like coming to america too it was uh you know not great but they're cameos and i'm like oh that's cool that's it yeah. and then there's really like Home Protection is by, like, the McAllister Home Protection Company. And I think, oh, right, little, those, oh little, little callbacks. Little, little Easter little eggs in there, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, really good. But, um, have you seen the, um, the that, that term, Easter egg? Have you seen the mm. one on, I think it's in, I don't know if it's in Sweden or it's definitely a Scandinavian country, on the, on the underground there, on their kind of um, subway network. Right. There's um, at the back of, so where you sit, like where I'm sitting now, if I was yeah. on a tube, the, the kind of just the flat bit behind yeah. you, between you and the window, it's just like a, you know, airflow thing. It's just right. like lots of little holes. Okay. Maybe, you know, like, like well, pea-sized or even smaller than a pea, just hundreds, hundreds thousands of them. But mm. someone took a picture of it and every now and again, there's one that's in the shape of a Pac-Man. Oh, right. <laughs> and then like 10 later, yeah. there's one that's in the shape of a ghost. Mm. Oh, right. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I saw one the other week, actually. I think it's like every Vauxhall Astra has a shark kind of um, drawing in it in different places. So oh, right. if you look in your, if you've got a Vauxhall Astra, I don't know if it's a Vauxhall Astra, Vauxhall something, I don't know. Might even be not a Vauxhall Astra. Uh, a, but a yeah, if you, diagram of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then like this guy opened like his car door and opened, then it opened the glove compartment and then it, it was in the shape of a shark and stuff. And he said, there's one in every, the same car, but in a different place. I thought that's quite, quite cool. Oh, you cut out there, mate. Oh, I, it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I started my own um, TikTok this week uh, on the strength of one of Zoe's, or one of our old workmates, and he's got, like, he makes money out of it. And I thought, oh, wait, well, why, why not have a go? So my kind of whole thing was, you know, those get into teaching adverts. Every time I see him, I think that is not what it's like. So oh, Emma, Emma hates them adverts. The, yeah. the bloke is like mates with all the students. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, what's up, mate? So I'm just kind of trying to make mine about how fucking horrible it is working in a school <laughs> and then play that kind of get into teaching bit at the end of it. And um, <laughs> after a day of setting up this account, I've got more followers and watches than this entire two years of this podcast. <laughs> um, well, should we go on? <laughs> We've only been talking for 50 minutes. Shall we talk about what we're supposed to be talking about? <laughs> yeah, episode four, mate. <laughs> I've got no updates, no like bump for anything to go with this. Um, we're up to, oh, well, we are over 2,000 listeners now, which is really good. No one's really, uh, Martin Seal was very um, happy that we mentioned him. He said he was famous at last. So yeah, there you go, Martin. Is, have, a, have another little mention. My friend Coralie, whose birthday was yesterday, said she listened because I put something on Facebook. But I could tell from that point that she didn't listen <laughs> much. <laughs> you, didn't, um, you didn't. You didn't inadvertently give away any secrets about mine, did you? That you no, no, nothing. Um, yeah, nothing that's uh, confidential, unfortunately. So we're going to talk about game shows this week, mate. 
yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's start with a clip because I need a wee. <laughs> Where are we in here? Where are you going? Gilbert Gottfried wow, for the win. Okay. <laughs> Gilbert, in a, in a poll, 94% of Hungarians compared to only 46% of Americans said doing this was necessary to feel fulfilled. Doing what? Having a child. I disagree. You fool! Having <laughs> a child is correct, oh David. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. When she heard that Phileas Fogg had done it in 80 days, journalist Nellie Bly beat him by doing it in 72 days. What did she do? Uh, this is rowing the Atlantic. I'm going to agree. You fool! <laughs> she went around the world in 72 days. Its French designer named it the Atom because of its small size and the explosive effect a woman would have when she wore it. Today, it's better known as... The Tube Top. Oh, I agree. You fool! <laughs> what significance does 1908 have if you are a Chicago Cubs fan? It's the less perfect pitch game. <laughs> I'm agree. You, you fool! Steve Austin. Steve Austin is a big, bad professional wrestler fully known as... The Crusher. The Crusher. I'll agree. You fool! <laughs> Stone Cold, girl. Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, Officer Dave. Gilbert Godfrey for the win. By the way, if we run out of time during this or any other game, we're all going out for drinks. <laughs> the, the, word, the word smog comes from what two words? Smoke and fog. Smoke and fog. I'm going to agree. Smoke and fog! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excellent. So that is um, Celebrity Squares, the American version of the uh, game show. I imagine they came up with it. You ask questions. Well, celebrities get asked questions. It's like uh, noughts and crosses, isn't it? And uh, if you get the same answer as them or that you agree with them, you get your circle or your X in there and you've got to make a line. Yeah. Um, so they get to a stage where the only thing they can do is they have one of them has to get a question right from Gilbert Godfrey. And it goes like through those obviously six answers. <laughs> It's brilliant how he every acts every time I laugh he when he says you fall. <laughs> that that came over here, didn't it, for a bit? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and it was a list there, or yeah, yeah. Well, I say the quality of the, wasn't. the American celebrity versus the British celebrity. You'd, I yeah. think Paul and Barry Chuckle were in separate squares. I yeah. think. On the, on I mean, I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going Pasquale. On yeah, pa- Pasquale was probably centre square because he was most popular. Yeah. Uh, I remember one where Bob Mills was on it and you could tell he did not want to be there. <laughs> no, I've, I love Bob Mills. Oh, I, I, was about to, I, was, I was about to say, uh, I think In Bed With Me Dinner is one of the funniest oh. TV programmes of all time. I love it. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't 
we haven't talked about that on here because that's the kind of thing that you know yeah well it's kind of a so, verse it's almost a version of that we're doing is it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah uh, um have you ever seen that in bed with me dinner where um it's a, based at a school and the guys coming up are like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the late it's a, what reasons for being yeah. late isn't it you got to sign the in late book. yeah the late book it's and then they they talked to the kid for about two minutes about why he's late, that he rescued a cat from up a tree. Yeah. <laughs> they go see the next kid. And the reason for being late that you wrote in the book was put cat up tree. <laughs> fly on the fly on the wall style, isn't it? So mm. it's just, yeah, I think the, the, uh, the, the headmaster, I've, I've watched it so many times, but yeah, the headmaster's talking to the second kid yeah. and going, you know, we have the late book for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the excuses are valid we accept them and if they're not valid we punish them and you think it's a joke don't you <laughs> and then, uh, and then yeah. says put cat up tree because <laughs> uh, so like Russell Brand tried to do a version of that didn't he Ponderland which got panned by mm. everybody wasn't it but after you know that I think it's really good people dissecting TV pro- oh hence why we do it I suppose but um yeah, yeah. Um, celebrity squares. So yeah, it's pretty A-list, isn't it? Whoopi Goldberg, Penn and Teller, Gilbert Godfrey. I didn't yeah. see who else was there actually. Could you see no, anyone there was else? One close up on a. No, there was a, one. Only one other close up on a on a like a lady. Yeah, I think, but I, I couldn't I couldn't place her. Yeah, and um, obviously a lot bigger prizes in the US, and uh, I think it's a lot better to get on a US. But there's lots of um, people who live their lives by it, don't they? So some people yeah. have won on the prices right and um, things. I like study it for years. And like they know the price of everything, like to the to the, oh, the right. to the dollar and stuff. <laughs> and I think that's cheating. Don't you think it's cheating? Or what do you reckon? I suppose it's the equivalent of uh, card counting in casinos, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. If you if you can do it, you just consider yourself to be better than everybody else. But the people who are in charge have decided that no, that's cheating. So you're yeah. not allowed to do it. But um, it's it's not as blatant as like uh, the admiral on um, I'm a celeb. Oh, I'm a celebrity. Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? The yeah. uh, Charles Ingram, wasn't it? Major, uh, major, because that was proper cheating, you know. <laughs> yeah, American TV. I think it's a lot, a lot, a lot more at stake. Almost. What are the things you know him from? Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, Celebrity Apprentice. Um, Celebrity Square. Uh, the ro- the roasts of people. He used to yeah. do them a lot, um, but mainly as Iago the parrot from Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. So for me, he the first time I ever saw him, and obviously it was a long, long time before yeah. I knew about like American sort of comedy and stuff like mm. that. He's in Beverly Hills Cop Two. All right. Oh yeah, of course. Which yeah, which I had when I lived in Portugal. That was one of the films that we that someone recorded on a VHS on the yeah. recorded it off the telly and then brought it over to us. So I've probably seen Beverly Hills Cop. You know when people say like, "What's the film you've seen most?" Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop Two. Mine aren't. Never- my favorite films because there's a handful of films that I've just I've watched so many times because I just had them and there was nothing yeah. else to watch and he plays like um like Axel Foley sort of you know tucks him up for money basically by yeah. convincing him that he's letting him off like parking tickets and stuff and he's he's got he's a lawyer called Sidney Bernstein okay <laughs> not offensive in yeah. any way okay I always remember yeah I was really <laughs> laughing at that bit and just thinking who is this bloke he's like he's he's mad yeah and then didn't see him again for i like it's god a, knows how many years like it was, it was probably only in the last 10 years that i've ever seen him he's not in too many films though it's it's more to do more with his voice isn't it that's uh like yeah. him onto, it's mainly animated stuff and uh 
I think he's a problem child. I remember that, but um, I'm just trying oh, to look at Oh, yes, yes. He's the, he's the doctor, isn't he? Like the psychiatrist. Yeah, uh, but other than that, it's all kind of roasts and, uh, you know, he's in yeah. Shark, Sharknado 5, I've just read. but With Celebrity Squares, then, with, with yeah. progr- like, I look at that now, that clip, and I think we're to a point now, like in this country, with, with quiz shows where mm. the host makes or breaks it. Like, it, yeah. If someone said to me that was going to be on their their relaunching Celebrity Squares like on ITV now, yeah, I'd say I'd, I my first question would be who's hosting it. I wouldn't care mm. who was in the squares, wouldn't care anything. It's it's all about the host now. And yeah. a lot of comedians, a lot of like comedians get those jobs, don't they? Because they're just naturally good at you know talking to people, interacting with people. Yeah. So Paddy McGuinness would probably get it, and then I'll be watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm like I think the worst the worst game show host. This is a Big shout, and I apologise to anyone who's a big fan of him, is Warwick Davis on Tenable. It's oh yeah, the like the jokes. Um, I don't know if they're made to be shit, but they're all every single one of them shit. There's some people who aren't funny. I don't mind who are quite entertaining. So like Stephen Mulhern on Catchphrase, he's entertaining enough to watch. And then yeah, when I, th- I like Mulhern, when I think of my favourite, what, uh, what about Danny Dyer? What about Danny Dyer on oh, whatever the, it is called? Oh, I can't. It, was it the wall? The ball or the wall? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't great either. But then it's strange how they get to like, oh, could you possibly... I think if someone's on contract with a company like ITV, hence why Gordon Ramsay probably had to present that, um, whatever that last game show was he did. But when I think about my favourite game show hosts, I probably still think of Roy Walker, Jim Bowen, people like that, rather than anyone like current. Henry Kelly. Um, Yeah, well, going old. Uh, and I remember there was a program called Crosswits. Was it Tom O'Connor? I really used to like that. <laughs> it's a... Oh no! I don't... <laughs> but now Alex Scott, you know, she's she's got one. Bradley, really? Yeah, she's done some kind of cash knockout thing where it's quick on the buzzer and you fight against other people and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but I've watched it a lot of times. <laughs> for the benefit, for the benefit of the listeners, I just did a face. Then I didn't say. Anything. <laughs> yeah. But like current, like I really like Only Connect. Only Connect is probably my favourite setup to a game show, and I, it works with my mind because I like to work out like connections. I like to work out what's next in a sequence. You know, I have to fast forward all of Victoria Corrin Mitchell's bits because I can't stand her. I just, <laughs> she's got she's not funny, and she does the same stuff all the time. And a lot of the time, I'm like rolling my eyes and going, "Oh, fucking shut up!" Just ask the next question. I think if I was to be a TV uh, like programmer, I would like I'd like a quiz show where you don't even introduce the contestants and ask where they're from. They'll have a name badge, and we're just going to ask all, ask them questions and do different rounds. Because I always think like if there was a radio station that just done quizzes, that'd be brilliant. I'd listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. Because I always find myself, I always tune into Popmaster and stuff on um, Radio 2. And there's a few others around that. Ryland does a TV and film one. and uh, um, oh, it's, it's not... I like, we said before, we, we both like Ryland. Yeah. But that Couch Potato, it's called, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Well done. But he's um, he really tries to kind of create tension. Yeah. But <laughs> he's not very good at it. It just makes you sit there going... Fucking hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, I like. I still like Bradley uh, Walsh. He's, I think he's good. And then they've dug up uh, Blankety Blank for him, and that's not that's not a good thing. They're they're scraping the barrel on those. But then I look on those things and I think, oh, I don't. I'm not going to watch this week because Sue Perkins is on it. <laughs> she's, she's only going to wind me up. 
It's like when I watch QI. Oh, Joe Brand's on it this week. You're probably never, ever going to watch this episode. Is there uh, any game shows you currently watch or you don't find the time? The Chase. The Chase is probably the one that's still, because of the time of day that it's on. Yeah. Not like um, event viewing. Like we don't go, oh, the Chase is on, but just that's, that's the time of day where we might both have just be got, in, got in from work and we're trying to sort of settle down and get yeah. things sorted and that. And it, be on in the background but dolly talks over the questions and i'm i'm one of you, you like you know I'm, I'm quite i'm quite serious with things like that and yeah if, if someone's asking i don't know like over the course of 60 seconds and maybe asking like oh yeah you know like 15 20 questions if i if i don't hear one of the questions which leads to me then not being able to attempt an answer I yeah. just think the whole seconds is void. It's completely yeah. pointless. <laughs> Emma, Emma says, oh, you know, it's still fun. And I just say, yeah, it can be fun, but it also should be worth something as well. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, uh, the, the same, thing, same thing at work where the, the guys like to talk and, they, you know, they, they ask you questions. They get stuck in loops of, like, things they're talking about. And uh, if you've got a quiz show on in the background, I'm just we're going to have to turn this over because I really want to answer these questions. So subtitles kind of works with a lot of these things, but then yeah. a lot of the time they show you the question and the answer because they're trying to get through the, um, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's quite annoying. We've had some good, good Christmas day family board game moments. Yeah. Emma's dad is fucking priceless. With <laughs> 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 things that he says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the best ever ones. Emma was, uh, I think it's called Articulate, where you have to, there's very, yeah. various different, have to kind of act and, yeah. and give clip on the word the word was flinch right and emma said oh oh if, if if i went to hit you you might and then emma's dad said duck and emma went yeah uh, another word for that and he said uh mallard <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant these games like a few years ago and it was always like naturally it'd be me and emma against her mum and dad yeah and then we just like win all the time, me and Emma. So then we started saying, I was making it more interesting. We'll go like round robin. So it'll be me and Emma against Emma's mum and dad. And then it'll be me yeah. and Emma's dad against Emma and her mum. And we'll do like every, all, all the various connotations. And when I was, I was with Emma's dad once and um, he was reading the card and he, um, he pulled it out and it was like film and TV or whatever. Yeah. And he went, oh, um, Robocop, uh, Robocop. And I was going, oh, uh, what's his name? Peter, uh, Peter. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Peter, oh, I know it. Oh, so, and uh, Peter, Peter, something, Peter, <laughs> and, and Emma just went, as if he knows. <laughs> 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 like Steve, like Steve. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh my God, he doesn't mean Robocop, he means Terminator. And I said, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> 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 they were like, correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a like, quiz. A quiz within Emma a quiz. To, like, focus me on the fact that I was completely. I was. I was thinking like that's a genuine good quiz question. Like who played Robocop? That yeah. I would. I would think is a good question. <laughs> she was like, he's he's not going to have a, the first clue about Robocop, who played him, or what his name was. Yeah, uh, uh, we played a Pictionary at Christmas, and I know my dad always does this thing, which was endearing ten years ago. <laughs> 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 Where well, right, he draws something, okay. And then you start hearing this. Him just tapping the thing he drew. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, I clearly haven't got it from the picture. You just tapping it now makes no difference. Draw something else. They're great, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I do. Uh, but, um, I'm looking forward, looking forward to it. It's nearly, it's nearly Christmas. I do I do like a Christmas Day game. I think Craney, it's Craney on the one where, which I used to like, one of the rounds is where you get given like a bit of, 
Play-Doh and you have to yeah. sculpt the thing. Yeah, and there's a humming and acting. and But then sometimes yeah. I think, oh, humbug. I've got... Humbug on Humbug. Heart FM. Heart FM. Yeah, we used to like ring in that a lot. I've won two yeah, Now albums from that. Fake names to make each other laugh. <laughs> no, I'm not really listening to it. <laughs> yeah. So me and Rock both had jobs where we could listen to the radio. Uh, I'm not sure what you were doing at the time. I was working for um, uh, video networks. <laughs> I was. I tell you where I was. It's like uh, you know, like uh, one of those employment agencies. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it would have been either pre pre university. Must have been pre university. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was this place in uh, like that Burrowfields Industrial Estate where they just used to kind of like buy old computers from yeah. companies that got into liquidation and that. And you basically used to have to plug them in, turn them on, and see if they worked, and then right. you know keep or throw <laughs> yeah uh, so we've both listened to heart fm and at a certain point in the day the dj would hum a song and you had to guess what that song was and you could win i won i won a couple of bits but we knew the other person would be listening so i can't remember that i can't remember any of the names i said but i remember you your ones would always so i just burst out laughing with headphones in in <laughs> Rock, I thought that's got to be Rockle. <laughs> it was. I know. I know the, the, the first one. I well, the only one I actually remember off the top of my head now is who was that ref? The young lad, the ref, <laughs> Graham Sutton. Yeah, Graham. Sutton. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one. Oh, fantastic! Oh, great days. Yeah. Okay. Right. We have literally not talked talked about celebrity squares at all there, but Bob Mills and Graham Sutton have come up. <laughs> I think, by all accounts, in the early stages of doing this, the, the, the most compliments we used to get was when we used to just talk about everything, anything other. Than- <laughs> yeah. most, most people don't don't quite look at them and enjoy them as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but. Um- I think maybe we should just fuck off the clips. <laughs> I think, but then also, like, neither of us even watch it. <laughs> you normally go top up go a to drink or go to the toilet, which is what I'm going to do now with clip number two. Let's go. How many pockets are there on a full-size snooker table? Six. Yep. Which sign of the zodiac is represented by a crab? Sagittarius. Scorpion. Cancer. What is the title of A.A. Milne's stage adaptation of Kenneth Graham's children's novel, The Wind in the Willows? Harry Potter. Toad of Toad Hall. Henry VIII had three wives called Catherine, two called Anne, and another who died shortly after she gave birth to the future Edward VI. What was her name? Elizabeth. Jane. What's the standard international unit of absolute temperature? It is indicated by the letter K. Oh, gosh. Pass. Which Asian island city-state is served by Changi International Airport? Shanghai. Singapore. Birds described as pelagic spend most of their lives flying over what? Sky. The sea. In what 97 film do a group of unemployed men in Sheffield become strippers for a night at their local working men's club? The Dream Boys. The Full Monty. In which city is the Olympia Stadion built for the 1972 Olympics and where Germany's national football team played international matches until 2001? Oh, Munich. What is the title of the first volume of C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia to be published? Chronologically, it follows the magician's nephew. C.J. Lewis. The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Kimberlite, an igneous rock named after the South African city of Kimberley, is a rich source of what very precious stones? Mm -hmm. Tenai. Pass. 
What were the five guys named in the title of the hit musical that was a tribute to the jazz bluesman Louis Jordan? Pass. In an 1819 poem, what season of the year does Keats describe as a season of mists and mellow fruitfulness? Oliver Twist. Autumn. <laughs> in which city is the television comedy series Cheers set? America. Boston. What national survey has been held in Britain every 10 years since 1801, except for 1941 because of the Second World War? National survey. I'll give it to you, shall I? Sense. Unbelievable, isn't it? That's uh, Monty Panesar, Luton's finest left arm uh, wrist spinner. Oh, he might be a different kind of spinner. I don't know. So don't write it. I'd say, don't tell me he's a different kind of spinner, but no one fucking listens anyway. So <laughs> he's uh, um, on mastermind there, but he must know that he's going to be no good at it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you wouldn't have that level of or that lack of knowledge and not, yeah. be, not be aware that you didn't like. One of the questions to be, how good are you at quizzes? Yeah, Yeah, I'd feel like if I went on Superstars, (laughs) it'd be like (laughs) just like a similar outcome or the world's strongest man. That would be the kind of the level I'm at. Turning up up on Pets Wins Prizes without a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those answers is so much like the, the two Ronnie sketch where they answer the next question or the, the previous question. And, uh, I don't know if I didn't, I didn't hear it properly, but towards the end when he's, he's realised that it started to run away from him, does he yeah. ask, does he ask the, one of his answers, he says, don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't then, know. Then says past afterwards. Yeah, I, John, <laughs> I think John Humphreys gives him a stare that says, you, we've told you you have to say pass. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think my favourite answer, I don't know, there's a few. When he talks about the first book of the C.S. Lewis um, like trilogy of books, and he says C.J. Lewis, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the famed singer of "Sweets for My Sweet," uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> but then, if even if that comes into your head, he, he surely knows that's not even going to be. It's not even a fucking book. <laughs> it's not, like, it's just, he knows full well that's not the answer, but still says it. I think that would be my my nightmare of looking stupid and then someone saying that answer to me for the rest of my life. I um, When I was listening to it then, it reminded me, I saw Stacey Solomon on something right. a few years ago and they said, oh, what's the, what drink is named after the sort of, you know, what sparkling wine is named after the, Fanish, the, the famous French region it's from? Yeah. And she said, Blossom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's a fucking wine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and if you go on YouTube, there is hundreds and hundreds of videos of stupid answers on game shows. There's like 50 yeah. minutes, an hour's worth of compilations of like uh, things. Normally from Family Fortunes, which we'll come on to. But yeah, um, and poor Monty Panis are there. They're not helping him out. I think maybe after that, they like, must think, do you still do you want this to go out? We'll just, you know, we'll find, we're in the BBC. Yeah. We'll find someone else if you like. And then he's happy for that to be released. And then that will stay with him forever. <laughs> poor bloke. But he does. He does look like he, you know, using using a callback to a few weeks ago. There's a, there's a, there's a. His eyes, he, yeah. he kind of died halfway through, doesn't he? He's a bit yeah. of a Jarmaine Douglas. Yeah, moment. he has Jarmaine himself. Uh, 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 <laughs> poor bloke. But uh, Mastermind, I think, is a tough one to watch because when people answer questions on their like specialist subject, I don't give a, a shit about their specialist subjects a lot of the time. So, yeah, just not not interested in it at all. <laughs> like. 
gone on YouTube to check if anybody has ever done something that I know about. Right. Especially subject to kind of find yeah. it and test and test myself. Mm. So I've kind of find, I think I found like Alan Partridge before. Mm. Found like Arsenal ones before. And oh, yeah. what's her name? Kadena Cox, the um, Paralympian. Yeah, she's currently on I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. She, right. on, she was on it once and did Arsenal and was, oh, right. was awful. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like years ago, this wasn't terrible. And I, I, mm. I sort of like was saying to Emma, oh, God, I don't know why, like, you know, like she's no good. I don't know why she bothered like, saying she's like, Arsenal was that especially subject. Mm. And then fairly recently, before I'm a celebrity, she was on MasterChef as well. Okay. And um, I, I just walked in from the kitchen, just walked into a conversation where... Mm. Emma and her mum and dad had obviously been talking about seeing her on there and saying, oh, I, 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 I recognise her, but I can't remember exactly what her thing is and what her disability is. Mm. And I walked in and just in time for them to say to me, oh, do you know what her disability is? I went, uh, no, not, not unless you count knowing fuck all about Arsenal. <laughs> it's great when you can see where a joke is going. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's got MS or something like that, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. A, a runner and a Paralympic cyclist, isn't she? MBE. Uh, fair play to her. And, and obviously an Arsenal fan. I was going to say a big Arsenal fan. Um, especially subject, Mark. What are, you, what are you going for? Uh, what would mine be? Yeah. I reckon, um, playing it tactically, if I went 90s NBA in right. Master in Master Chef, <laughs> Mastermind <laughs> UK. Yeah. Uh, I reckon I might do all right on that because I think their their pool of knowledge might not be as extensive as something like yeah. UK. So their definitions would be quite broad, wouldn't it? So it'd be kind of you know who would part who partnered Cole Malone in the yeah. like point guard role or something, you know? Yeah, that kind of thing. Well, so, yeah, but I might be trying to overthink it. But I think I I do I do pretty well at Arsenal. I'd probably have to put a um, like a start and end point on Arsenal now though. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. I struggled through the Shamak years. <laughs> um, uh, I think I'd be more geared towards, I think if I said something like Father Ted, you know, I think I'd yeah. be good at that. But then if they said who produced, I'd be like, oh, I've not clue. Anything yeah, behind the uh, scenes. Partridge. I think I could do Partridge. I could probably do, yeah, Arsenal, Partridge. Films. I don't know. I don't think I'm enough of a movie person to know enough yeah. about any particular mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, the guy, the comedian guy who used to be um, Donald Fox, the sweaty, sorry, Donald Cox, the sweaty fox, and he was um, on Swiss Tony. Is it Reese something? Thomas Reese Thomas? Is it? Oh, uh, he's a writer, isn't he? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Let's let's look it up and then edit it so we look like we're uh, <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, his name is go on, be Reese Thomas. Reese Thomas. So Reese Thomas was on. Um, I don't. I've. I've never saw him on it, but I remember um, hearing about it. And his specialist subject was Queen, right? As in the band Queen. And he knows so much about Queen that Queen now ring him to fact check stuff for like movies and books and things. Oh wow! Yeah. So, <laughs> so if yeah. Brian Brian May doesn't know something, he wants to be in a, in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. They'll ring Reese Thomas up and say, "Oh, what year was that? What year did the what?" What was the second part of that kind of thing? And he'll answer it for him, which is madness, isn't it? To be that encyclopedic yeah. about anything. Um, I think mine would probably be have to be something like a <laughs> shit, probably like the Royal Rumble. My um, nightmare at quizzes 
is when the first bit of the question is, in what year? I am terrible. I, I know kind of uh, stuff right. around when I was born, like the year I was born. But other than that, I'm 96. I'm a, a slightly okay with, uh, right, when it comes to music and um, like <clears throat> topical events in 96. But everything else, I've just, I've got no clue. Um, I'm not bad at years. I'm not bad at years and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So um, I like a quiz. I like going pub quizzes. I go to a lot of pub quizzes. And I know with when me and Zoe go to them now, it's just normally me and Zoe. I know we'll finish top top two, top three. Um, I'm that confident in like <laughs> pub quizzes now. <laughs> and um, we go back to the one, sometimes me, we go back to the one in Money Garden at the Cowper Arms. And I know we'll finish near the money, if not on the money. And then me and my mate, Richard Luck, you know, Richard Luck, who yeah. is the, the emperor <laughs> of quizzes. We once won a pot of like it was a pound per person. We once won 120 pound in the cowper, me and him, and it was like like I couldn't really believe it. We got 60 quid each from doing this quiz and having three pints. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite quietly confident when it comes to it. But the problem with that is that if there's a tie break, I'm always the one sent up. So <laughs> I've had three occasions of it that I can remember, and one was like in the in the village we just moved to. And I had to go up to win it, basically, against this old guy. And the question, the question was in the Bible, and I just went, "Oh fuck, fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, who was John's brother? And I'm just like, oh, not even a clue. Who's John? Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, Jeff and Mick. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then we had one on um, a Christmas do for uh, the school I was working at. And there was like other Christmas do's going on and there was a quiz and we got some, yeah. And it was how many lifeboats are there on the, um, were there on the Titanic? So I had a guess, hundred uh, odd. And the guy got it dead on, which was I like, no, no chance. There's no way you knew that or you've been told to say that. And then last week, right, we went to a music one in um, Colford down the road and it was, I had got to the tie break Went up and I thought, this is, it never goes well. How many number ones has ABBA had? And I heard someone say, it's probably between 10 and 15. And I thought, it's less than that. And I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll say nine. So I'm kind of between mine and between there. And then as I was doing it, I saw the bloke write eight. And I thought, I'll have nine. <laughs> the dickhead move of uh, <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, not Wheel of Fortune, the price is right, just adding one. Yeah. <laughs> and it was nine, so we won a couple of bottles of wine and stuff, and I was well happy That's not that. your fault, though. That's that's a that's a loophole in the game. When, yeah. when, whenever anything on the radio where people say, like, get the closest to this, the person that goes first yeah. is fucked. <laughs> yeah, but then I think that's cheating, but there's, a, like, if you say the next penny, <laughs> but if you went, like, if I saw him do eight and I did, like, ten, then that's fine, you know. Um, yeah. but I thought no fuck it I've, I've lost two of these I'm not losing a third um, <laughs> but yeah we went to this music one I'm, I'm I'm up with my kind of music like when it comes to like 90s and so like there was a round of like name this it was all just song and artist song and artist but there was like so this round's all about cities so every song or artist had a city in it kind of thing uh, and then it was like there was one round 60s we got three points out of 20 <laughs> 70s <laughs> Five points out of twenties, and then it was eighties. We got a bit better. Then nineties, we got twenty out of twenty, and then noughties, we got twenty out of twenty. What was the situation where I've seen this on a video VHS with Christian higher or lower than a three? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> After when I first started being friends with you, I remember <laughs> seeing this video and I remember really laughing at it, but I've no idea the context of it. Did you win a quiz and then you got to gamble? Um, on yes, like it was a... definitely, it would have been Portugal. Um, I'm picturing we're in the, the pig's head. Right. In Portugal and a, a quiz, a really good quiz they used to do in there. And then when you won, if you won the quiz or top two, maybe you would get to play, like play your cards right. So yeah. The winner. Yeah. So right. we, we, we either won or got top two of the actual quiz. And then when Christian went up to play, play cards right. And I think it wasn't me, but someone that was with us had like a Sony Handycam, you know. Yeah. <laughs> with the, probably the about like. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah the the fold out window. Yeah. So we were, we was a lot of the time we were out on night us out. We were kind of filming ourselves doing this stuff. And um, yeah, someone filmed Christian going up and doing play cards right. <laughs> And uh, the, the bloke turned over a three, and Christian obviously was like, higher. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, but it was one of those, like, immediate, yeah. like, he hadn't, he hadn't gradually built. So, like, he'd not gone, like, a ten, a nine, and, you know, like, it was the first one. A three, higher, higher than a three, a two. <laughs> it was your reaction. Um, <laughs> well, I think, I just, I think you just heard me really laughing off Cause, camera. Because you were next to the person with the camera, and you just hear you go, wah! <laughs> and then like, like start laughing. <laughs> I thought it was like for money, and your brother had lost you a load of money. But like, ah, oh, even better. Fantastic. Uh, right, right. We better get onto another clip. Not work, is it? Hold me up, Bob. So on we go with Mutton Jeff. Okay. <laughs> there are fifteen set. No, one of you's got to go into the dark. Hope he never comes back. And um. There are 15 seconds on the clock. I'm going to ask you five questions. The clock will not start until I have asked the first question. All, all, clear? all clear? Good luck, and I hope you win the money. Name something people take with them to the beach. A towel. The first thing you buy in a supermarket. Uh, bread. A food often stuffed. Chicken. Any famous snooker player. Uh, Hurricane Higgins. An outdoor ball game. Tennis. Very good. Very Let's see if you're on your way to a thousand pounds, eh? Name something people take with them to the beach. You said a towel, and the survey said <laughs> 18. The first thing you buy in a supermarket, you said bread, and the answer to that was 28. A food often stuffed, you said chicken, and that was the top marks. That was 58. Yeah. We said. Any famous snooker player, you said Hurricane Higgins, and the score for that was 14. And then we said an outdoor ball game, you said tennis, and the survey said 11. So you've got 130. Pretty good. Go back there. Clear the board. <laughs> Hello, Bob. It's nice to see you sober. And, uh, <laughs> Now, you've got 20 seconds on the clock. It will not start until I've asked you the first question. You're in a pretty good position, so if you get it right, you could walk away with a big lot of money. When you hear this, it means that the question has been answered, so we will ask you to do it again, OK? Uh -huh. All right. We're starting from now. Already all set? Yes, yeah. Name something people take with them to the beach. Turkey. The, f <laughs> the first thing you buy in a supermarket. Uh, turkey. <laughs> a food often stuffed. Turkey. <laughs> Any famous snooker player? Hurricane Higgins. Let's try again. 
Any famous snooker player? Oh, 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 ah, your time is out. Now, you've got a chance here of making £1,000 and two weeks... Two weeks in Turkey. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I said to you, <laughs> name something people take with them to the beach. You said... <laughs> the answer was <laughs> the first thing you buy in a supermarket. The answer was, <laughs> and the survey gave you <laughs> a food often stuffed. You said, <laughs> and that gave you. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, you didn't beat the clock, but I'll tell you what, you won 152 pounds doubled, you had 354 <laughs> up there, and you've got all those prizes, and you can go back to the asylum with the people. <laughs> <laughs> and we shall be back next week with 1,500 pounds. Right, excellent. Uh, <laughs> right, Mark, away you go. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I loved this for years. I don't know. I I obviously didn't see it at the time, but I must mm. have I must have seen it on like Dennis Norden or something the first time. And I just remember really enjoying it. It was one of those things I've told people about so many times. I've tried yeah. to explain it to them <laughs> about like how it happened. I think I must have seen something recently that explained how it happened. So yeah, okay. he's, he's obviously his his sound cancelling headphones have failed at some point, and he's heard one of the questions. Mm. And then it's just thought, right, I've got a good answer to that one. And it just blurts it out for the first three. <laughs> I, I I always thought that he was coming back to the stage and someone whispered to him or something, Turkey. Oh, maybe. But, but, oh, right. I thought you, do you know the actual story of it then? No, I, I, I think I've probably just tried to figure out what happened. <laughs> and I, I thought that maybe, I thought maybe the, maybe he just heard at some point, because you're off at the side in those, in the headphones, maybe he's just heard, either the question or the answer, and has thought, oh, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. So then, he, but he doesn't know which question it was for, so he just says it. But it's funny, in, in a funny way, obviously the first question is ridiculous, what would you take yeah. to the beach, Turkey? <laughs> the second question, it kind of works, <laughs> like what would you buy in a supermarket? Yeah. But certainly not the first thing you would buy. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it actually gets to the actual question, it was just, I like, the, the, the bloke's really likable, isn't he? Yeah. He's a, yeah. Jolly, a jolly old chap, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, uh, when he you, you see the moment of realization on his face, yeah, when he hears when he hears the question it's actually for, and <laughs> you see the moment of joy on his face that he's actually got it right, <clears throat> and then obviously because of the the confusion, the time runs out, so he doesn't even get to answer the last two questions. Which, to be fair, if he <laughs> had, they, they would have won, wouldn't they? Yeah, he's I don't know in that era if. He said Hurricane Higgins, which his mate had said. A Steve Davis would have maybe taken them over the 200. Yeah, they would, have won, they would have won the jackpot. If he had if he had an extra two seconds to spare, he would have he would have won. Um, but then that I, I'd uh, forgotten about it then until watching it that time. When they cut back to his family, there's a bloke in a blue jacket who's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, who's the presenter there? Is that Max Bygraves? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, he kind of... 
like almost when he takes him to like the oh you're going to use him are you so it makes me think he said yeah. something stupid during the, the program <laughs> so we surely if he's a stupid like had stupid answers put him first at least so the other boy can cover for him but <laughs> to do that and then answer the, the thing something you take to the beach turkey and then max bygrove has to act really professionally there to carry on because he wants to stop and go yeah. you fucking idiot <laughs> And it has that wonderful, like, um, the crowd's laughter. You can hear, like, the knitting needles, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, it's yeah. an old lady's laugh, like the, like a cheer at a hockey international, you know. It's like that kind of, <laughs> you can tell who the audience are. Um, and he does well there to cover it. Max Bygraves is a, a legendary, isn't he? Um, yeah. I've looked through YouTube. As soon as he sent that clip, I looked for the, where he has a go at a bunch of kids on a TV programme. Like, he's telling them to shut up while he's trying to talk. Anyway, um but yeah, Family Fortunes is possibly the most famous example of sh- shit uh, answers in a game show. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because I, it, it, there's there's elements of it that sound really easy. I suppose Family Fortunes, the, the the shit answers a lot of the time are due to I don't know misunderstandings or desperation. I'm not sure. Like a lot yeah. of the time watching it and just thinking that there's there's a lot of answers you could choose. But but here's 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 a thought. Otherwise, are, are they fit? those answers we've asked 100 people because yeah i don't know how that works 100 if they always say don't they we asked 100 people to name yeah so you're but there's never a stupid answer on the board no exactly i understand what you mean so if you said like something as broad as name a famous snooker player you could all potentially have 150 answers Yeah, and, uh, but Mon- like it, technically, if they'd asked a hundred people, Monty Panasar might be on the board. <laughs> One of the hundred people they've asked might have known nothing about. Yeah, like, something. The, something. The subject. <laughs> so one person, something you bring to a beach hasn't put Turkey. They put C.J. Lewis. Yeah. I get what you mean. Uh, uh, but I think they asked people who, because um, um, when I was on Pointless, they gave us like a list of things for the pointless questions. So I think they ask people who are involved in the quiz. I, you know, it's not a guy with a microphone right. going around outside odd bins asking someone <laughs> what's the biggest animal you could kill with a shovel. You know, it's like, it's, <laughs> it, it's like, it's, I think it's probably done with people who are interested in that kind of game. Um, Cause there's one, um, let's, if it's up there, I'll give you the money myself, Dennis. <laughs> uh, and it was like what, a, a way of keeping your friends warm or something like that. And the woman says, grill them. And, and like the crowd give a bit of a laugh. And then he goes, oh, if it's up there, I'll give you the money myself. And it was the bottom answer <laughs> of 12. <laughs> and Les Dennis was like, like, it was obviously big laughter in the room. But the woman genuinely said, you owe me 12 quid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because um, I think the famous one from, I think, is uh, name a bird with a long neck. And one of the... Yeah. But it was when, you know, when they go to the other family and say they all just name an answer and then the, the captain chooses which answer they're going to name to Steve. Yeah. Um, it was the first guy and he was obviously a bit of a lad and said Naomi Campbell. <laughs> and they got a bit of a laugh. But then when they when you write it down and email it to people of all the family fortune stupid answers, that looks like a really stupid answer, isn't it? Yeah. And there's another one I think it's made up. Name a dangerous race. And the top answer is the Grand National. And the guy said, the Arabs. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. No, I think that's a myth. I think that's, that doesn't yeah. exist. 
Wasn't um, the, the real one was um, something red? Someone said, oh, yeah. Jumper. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> yeah, because um, Les Dennis mentions that on extras, doesn't he? When he when he's with Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. I really like Family Fortune. I don't watch it because it's ITV adverts and Vernon yeah. K. Is Vernon K now? Just... Oh, no, it's Gino uh, De Campo. Uh, no. Gino De Campo now, yeah. I mean, talk about like out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's not the same now. I definitely think the old school like entertainers slash comedians were the way forward. Yeah, I like, have Bruce. Gino De Campo occasionally says funny things on the yeah. telly, but he's not. He's not. He's not a host. He's not a comedian. He's not an entertainer. Yeah, it's, um, it lives by yeah. the Giblin rule of he's not funny, he has an accent. The Paddy McGuinness, John, John Bishop, that, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, um, yeah I, I don't agree with that. When we have like, you know, like like Bob Hope is a massive deal in America, isn't he? Everyone thinks the best mm. comedian in like the olden times is Bob Hope. And Bob Monkhouse was kind of our version of Bob Hope. Yeah, And he was kind of like a force to be reckoned with. And he was always funny and he was good off the cuff and he tells you know quite you know mother-in-law jokes every now and then or my wife jokes and stuff like that but then you know for the time it was you know that was allowed and Bob Monkhouse on like even stuff on something like Wipeout or you know uh or Celebrity Squares he used to do stuff like that he was always be good on it where now yeah like we were saying earlier you're just throwing people at it like because they need a they need a vehicle so Gino DiCaprio is presenting Family Fortunes where something like um, Vernon Kay, who's a polished, decent pres- uh, um, TV presenter, is not getting that opportunity now because, you know, oh, yeah. pe- people like Gino DeCampo, so let's throw everything at him. You will have one ball with the word split written on it. And you will have one ball with the word steel written on it. And you have to choose one or the other. You will know which one you're choosing. If you both choose the split ball, You will split the money tonight and you will go home with £23,625 each. If one of you decides to steal and the other decides to split, whoever has chosen the steel ball will go home with £47,250. But if you both decide to steal, you go home with nothing. Not one penny. You have a very difficult decision to make. Now, Chloe, you can have a happy ending to your story. <laughs> and you can be on your honeymoon in Barbados. Can. Or you can be back in Doncaster <laughs> at the local chippy. Take a moment to look at the balls in front of you, check which one is which, and then you have to make a decision. Leanne, you've been pretty straightforward throughout the whole game. I have. Chloe, you had to lie through your teeth in the first round, but yes. with two killer balls at the back, one can understand that. Mm-hmm. Now, Leanne trusted you by voting off Andrew. Yes. You have to remember that, but also remember what happened in the first round. It's the easiest choice and the most difficult. 
I think you should just discuss for half a minute what you're going to do. Well, obviously, if we both quit steer, we're going home with nothing. It's been a long day. I really fear we should both go home with something. I really do. Well, that would normally be my, my thought process as well. And also, frankly, my conscience would kick me very hard it if I didn't share. But I've got to think, can I trust you? I have been honest all the way throughout the game. You lied, and that's, again... You, you could be saving up to uh, pull it off at the last. I'm not that type of person. I couldn't do that. I couldn't sit on telly and watch me walk away and you go with nothing. If we split, we'd both go away with about £25,000. That would mean a lot to me, and I'm sure to you as well. I mean, frankly, whether or not you're going to pull a fast one, my conscience will not allow me to do anything else except split. Honestly? Absolutely. Okay. I want you both to choose a ball now. Don't open it. Just hold it. Chloe, Leanne, I want you to reveal the balls that you have chosen. Split or steal? Oh! Leanne, you've stolen all oh. money. Genuine awe from Giblin. Um, <laughs> Chloe, can you understand why she did that? No, I can't. Do you think in the first <laughs> round you sowed the seeds of doubt? Did you expect Chloe to choose steel? Never. Yeah, I did. I never in a million years thought she but would But if split. we would have done that, we would have gone home with nothing. I know that, but I thought you thought I was going to do split. I couldn't risk going home with nothing. Well, it is only a game, but I hope that chokes you. It is the game, Chloe, and you knew the rules when you came along. I'll get over it. Well, that just goes to show you can't trust anyone. And if I were you, I wouldn't even take my word for that. But that's how you play the game. They've been Devious, I've been Jasper Cat, and this has been Golden Balls. Until next time, goodbye. I had to lie through my teeth in the first round. And I tried to be as honest as possible through the rest of the game because that's the kind of person I am. I do feel absolutely awful now, but she lied in the first round. If she'd been in truthful like I had, I would honestly have split with her, but I didn't believe a word she said. Right, so that is Golden Balls, the final round, which is almost the worst round in TV, isn't it? It's hard to watch. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any better thing to do, I think, if I was in that situation, is... Hopefully it'd be a little <laughs> little weedy little bloke and go, put split or I'll beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> I'll put split. I promise you I'll put split. If you put steel, I will fucking end you. <laughs> I don't know how you would like convince someone to just actually split. Do you know what I mean? I thought you were going to say an end, which I was going to agree with. I don't think there's a game show on the telly that you couldn't improve by just adding a final round in where you... Yeah, win everything or lose say, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, now, ah, now, now! What you have to do? You think you've won, but you haven't. Um, yeah, Golden Balls is. Been, I, the, I. It took me a while to, which is why you ended up watching it live. Yeah, I, I took me a while to decide which clip to play because I, I was, I had, I had certain criteria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> it, it had to be for big money. Yeah, it had to be half decent quality <laughs> video, which. Loads yeah. of the Golden Balls clips, I presume, are from one person, not me. Okay, it could be <laughs> a film, friend of a friend of yours now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> filming, 
filming the TV on their phone, but the sound is awful and you can hardly hear what's going on. Yeah. And then there had to be like something. <laughs> a bit of, yeah. Some, some, yeah. And, and, that, uh, and then someone being angry. I got to the point where I was, I was searching golden balls. Then I was searching golden balls split or steel. And then by the end I was searching golden balls split or steel one person angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the more specific you get, the better clips you'll find. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Then I, I, I don't think I could put steel. I, well, could you put steel? No, I, I would be, mm. I, I was thinking this earlier, I think I would be sitting there and I'd just be going, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to split because I just, you know, yeah. that's it. I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to bother talking anymore. I'm going to split. Well, do whatever you want. Yeah. Same reason, I probably paid more for my house than I should have done. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just can't be bothered to talk to people. No. you my time, as Larry David said, mm. uh, with the burglars. Do you remember the in Curb? Yeah. Where, the um loretta black's um what was she called auntie yeah i know you mean not nora where was... yeah where she where she said oh larry i was talking to the neighbors the other day there's been a lot of burglaries in the area and he said why are you talking to the neighbors <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and she said oh because there's been a lot of burglaries in the area and he and he says oh i, I, I don't care about burglars burglars want my things they can have my things neighbors want my time I just don't want to speak to people and I just think like if there was if I was sat there opposite someone I'd just be like yeah, yeah. you're gonna do what you're gonna do just like I'm gonna split do whatever you want I think with split or steal I'd rather lose 20 grand and look like a dick on telly than like go steal both have got nothing or still I think it'd be even worse to win 50 grand and then go oh look how much of a bastard I am <laughs> Yeah, especially, can you imagine now? Can you imagine that programme now with Twitter and everything? Oh, like, bloody like, hell, the yeah. The day after it aired, people would be all over Twitter going, look, 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 that, that man stole 50 grand. The person who he stole it yeah. off has got like a, a cat with only yeah. one leg. <laughs> yeah, I let's, think... Let's get him. Yeah, I think you'd have to say, oh, like, I always think that, like, on game shows when they're like, oh, I'm, I want my, my nan's not very well and I'd like to take her on one final holiday. And then, then they play the final round. I think the team producers of BBC or something must go, oh shit. <laughs> like um, when, I, when I was on Pointless, I like, mentioned it a few times, but um, they ask you, what would you do with the money after you've put your answers in for the last round? And then you answer. But they know in that moment if you've won or not. <laughs> so, like, and then we're, I don't know, I said something stupid. Um, but I think they even cut out that bit because I said something really stupid. Um, me and my sister when we were younger if we ever got like, what would you do if you got loads of money and I, we'd always say I oh, would buy sweets sweets and ponies <laughs> <laughs> so um, when uh, Alexander Armstrong said so if you win the jackpot of seven and a half thousand pounds what would you spend it on I went oh sweets <laughs> and my sister went ponies and he looked confused looked at Richard Osmond and then they cut it out of the show but I wanted to say Pims because <laughs> he was in the Pims adverts <laughs> at the time I thought <laughs> I've already looked stupid enough on this programme. Please subscribe to us at youtubereviewpodcast.blogspot.com or see us on Twitter at RockleRussell1.